and it's not hard to take care of it, but it's easy to let it disintegrate. It's not hard to take care of it, but it's really easy to let your body deteriorate. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com slash pod to watch the free video. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke and I'm joined today with Zach Van Wagner. Zach, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent, man. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Well, it sounds like we have a lot in common. You're a trainer. You've been doing this for a while. You're in San Francisco. Uh, Give us a little bit of uh, background about you and about what kind of clients you're helping. Definitely. So I'm born and raised in California. California boy, never left. Uh, Maybe leaving since everybody else seems to be leaving these days, but (laughs) <laughs> Not going anywhere anytime soon. But yeah, born and raised in California. Uh, I moved to San Francisco. That's where I currently work and live about 13 years ago. Uh, about 12 or 13 years ago is also when I got into the fitness realm. Uh, started off as a front desk rep just because I love fitness. I worked out in high school, played sports in high school. And so I always wanted to do something in fitness. Uh, when I did move here in 2007 to San Francisco, I, I went to SF State University for kinesiology. So I always knew I wanted to do something in health and fitness and it just kind of how, you know, the cards laid out, got me into personal training when I was 20 and I just kind of never left uh, as of right now. And for the past 13 years, I've been really focusing what we call gen pop. So pretty much just working with everyday people, whether it be fresh out of college, coming back from an injury, whether it be someone who's been working out their whole life and just wants to step it up, somebody that might be interested in learning a new skill set. Um, people that have come to me for injuries. And so I kind of have I've used the whole gambit of general population. I haven't trained any, any professional athletes or anything like that, but that's always fun to push people like an athlete uh, and see what they're capable of. So yeah. yeah, you could probably say I work with just ev- everyday people just like you and me and, and everybody that probably listens to the podcast too. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, <laughs> definitely, uh, you know, having an athletic background like you do, you know, you, you can sort of blend the two, right? You, you said you work with people with injuries, but you're also able to kind of push them as well. What sports did you play? Uh, I wrestled and played football in high school. And then uh, I had a short stint wrestling in college. And then I also picked up a little bit of ultimate Frisbee while I was there too. Oh yeah. Ultimate Frisbee in college. That's the ultimate uh, sport. (laughs) It is. Uh, It's fun. It's really fun. That's awesome. Uh, Zach. So what I want to ask you about is, is the first step. So somebody comes to you and they're like really out of shape. Let's say they just really let themselves go. They've gained 30 or more pounds. Their back hurts. They don't know where to start. Like what, what kind of would you direct them toward as far as like first couple steps? So that's the big, biggest thing that I've learned over the course of my career is you always have to meet people where they're at. 
Does it matter where they've been? Does it matter where they want to get to? It's really like, okay, where are you at right here, right now? And then from there, what are you willing to adjust to change to get to the things you want to get to? Uh, so one of the first things I usually do is, you know, I kind of ask, ask those questions that really get me the answers that I'm looking for, but also helps reveal answers that they not, might not be looking for. So what, what is the goal? Why do you want to lose 30 pounds? Why do you want your back not to hurt other than I just don't want to be in pain anymore? And so if there's some way that I can tie whatever their goal is into an emotion that, they, that they're really wanting, because you know, you and I probably know, and people listening to podcasts probably know that when the going gets tough, if you don't really want to keep going because there's something at the end of that, that journey that you really want, you're probably going to give up or just not really care about halfway through. And I've, I've been through that in my, my training career, you know, thinking I want to hit the goal and not, not, not getting there because I'm not attached to it. So that's the first thing that I really want to do is like, why do you want to get there? Why does it matter? Why do you care? And then once we get there, it's really just seeing what they're not doing that's easy steps. And so some of the easiest things that I always lay out, I only give one to three things of homework. And usually the first thing is drinking water, um, going to bed at the same time or a decent hour at night, and then moving, whatever that moving is for you. If you're, you know, if you're desk bound, like a lot of us have been, hey, can you just get up and stretch three times throughout the day? Right. If you already kind of do that, hey, can you go for a walk for 10 minutes, five minutes? Um, you know, if I, if I have to, I'll send them videos because everything's online now. They send them a five minute stretch, five minute video, something like that. I'll even record a video for them if they need it. Um, since I have this great space I can film content in, I'll just do that and send it to them. So I guess the long winded answer was that. Short winded answer is I kind of get them to really acknowledge what they want to do and why they want to do it. And then I ask them to do one to three things that are as simple as drinking water, going to bed at a certain time, and then walking. And if that's easy stakes, if that's already table stakes, then I give them something a little more complicated than that. Yeah, yeah. I love that as a start, though. You know, something that anybody can be successful at, right? Just drink some water. You can set a timer in your phone. Uh, you know, go to bed at the same time every night and move. And as far as the movement piece, I like saying that fitness is really only two steps. It's figuring out where you are now and then just taking a baby step from there. And it sounds yeah. like you're doing the same thing. It's like, whether you're a complete beginner or you've been doing this a while, you know, Hey, let's, let's find out exactly where you are. Um, it, you know, you're, you've been doing this a while as well. And I think after you've been doing it a while, the ego just goes away and you're like, look, I don't care. This is not about me. Like I'll give you, I'll give you this exercise if this is what you need. <laughs> But, you know, it doesn't matter to me or I'll give you squats or I'll give you bench press or I'll give you what, you know, whatever it is. But um, the ego's out of it. It's just like, let me figure out what is right for you. Right. And then just take yeah. the next step. I, I like that because, yeah, I, I love how you brought the ego into it. Because, yeah, I, I remember being a young trainer, like, you know, in my early 20s, also fit could work out, you know, two hours a day, anytime right. and then still enjoy everything. And so it's like when clients come to you, there's this mindset, at least especially back in you know, the, the early 2010s of, well, we're going to do BOSU work and then we're going to do landmine work and then we're going to do band work and then we're going right. to bust out the ladder at the end. And it's like these people don't even need half of that. They don't even need a quarter of that. They just right. need to like be able to move. The, like just in through space correctly and like you said the ego of the trainer kind of drops when it's like these people could get so much further if we do the simple stuff and then lo and behold you can bust all that stuff out at the end right when they're ready for it yeah yep. i see you've got all the equipment in the back you got the ball you got the, the oh yeah you got the kettlebells 
and ready for that when necessary. But yeah, sometimes the client, it's like, wow, let's just get you to control your own body in space, right? We don't need any extra gizmos. So let's, let's uh, fast forward six months, a year, something like that. You have a client who you've gotten in pretty good shape, but then they lose the more of like the mental motivation, right? They fall off the wagon or they're like, ah, whatever. I went to the cheesecake factory again and I don't care anymore. Uh, you know, what's like, what's your pep talk to get somebody back uh, on the wagon? Yeah. I mean, at that point, right. It's the first thing to do is you just, I usually ask them like, Hey, well, first thing I'd be real with them. It's you're a person, you're, you're a real human being. You're a person. You like cheesecake. I freaking like cheesecake. Like there's nothing wrong with that. So um, I think a, a big part of that is also making people understand that when it comes to food, and this is also something new that I've kind of recently gotten into over the past like year and a half or so, is really kind of miss or reconfiguring the way people think about food in terms of good and bad, not not like macronutrients, micro, all that, just as good and bad, right? It's like, because a lot of times when people come to you or come, come to me rather, and I ask them, you know, tell me about your food. It's like, well, I know this is bad or, oh, I was really bad. I did all this. It's like, that's not true. It's like a burger is not bad. A piece of cheesecake is not bad. A Snickers bar isn't bad. Just like necessarily broccoli isn't good. Kale isn't good. I know plenty of people who are like, I don't want to touch that stuff. It's gross. Or they have to drizzle in oil and butter and all kinds of stuff to even touch it. And then at what point does it become, you know what I mean? So, So I think the first thing that I do is, hey, it's okay. You like cheesecake. I like cheesecake. There's nothing wrong with that. And then if they do start saying, you know, I don't really care or falling off, it's we, we reevaluate the, what the goal is, right? So we've come a year, we've come six months, look at all the progress you've made. You're now doing X, Y, and Z consistently. You know, maybe you don't want to, you know, get that six pack you wanted because you can see a little definition in your abs, you feel good, you're moving well. Well, what do you want to do now, right? If you're six months into it, what do you want to do now? Well, I really want to start, you know, running marathons or, you know, I wrote my kids about to start playing, you know, softball or soccer. And I want to be able to help in practice or coach. So I want to be able to move more. Like that's a completely different thing versus training for fat loss and strength versus building up aerobic capacity. Right. So what are we going to do at that point? Do we just need to reevaluate? And then honestly, sometimes it's like, Hey, I've taught you everything. Are you happy with where you are? Can you keep this consistently? Like maybe that's time when we cut ties and it's like, hey, I'm, I'm always here as a, a resource for you. I'll check in with you 30 days, you know, six months from now, see how you're doing. But at some point, right, for me anyway, I'm trying to teach people these skills so that they don't need me necessarily. Now, does everybody need a coach and accountability every once in a while? Hell yeah. Like I pay a coach to keep me accountable when it comes to certain things. So that is important. But at some point, right. I mean, it'd be great if we got a client and they stuck with us forever. And that was like, you know, it was especially if we liked them and they liked us. But at, at the grander scheme of things, right, it's at some point, it's like, okay, you know enough, baby bird, you can leave the nest. And whenever you need to come back home, I'm always here and I can help you. I can readjust. We can start up a program. I can write you a program. I can help with nutrition and all that. And so it really just depends on, you know, where they are. But I think the, the short answer is, be human, empathize. Hey, no big deal. Let's see where you're at now. Do we need to get you re- refocused? Do we need to pick a new goal? Or is it time that you know everything that you think you, you want to know and you're just going to take it and hit maintenance for a while? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really important to remember that goals change. And like you said, I, I, I find it funny that 
how many people when they first start they think their goal is like a, a, a physical goal like an aesthetic goal like you mentioned the six-pack right and then somebody after six months maybe they don't have a six-pack but they feel so much better and they can see a little bit of definition and six-pack is not their goal anymore and then i think that really is the reason why people kind of stall out is they thought they had a certain goal they hit it or they got close and now they're like eh, this just doesn't inspire me anymore and the real reason, like you keep asking why, 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 well, I want to be able to run with my kids. I want to coach their baseball team, whatever it is, right? Like the aesthetic or the physical fitness is sort of like a foundation for what they actually want to do. Yeah. And, and, and I think when people don't have that fitness or they're 30 pounds overweight, they think that the, the fitness is the goal. And it might be, it might be a, a good first goal. But yeah, what do I want to do with this body? How do I want to perform? How do I want to live my life is, is usually, I think, the, the bigger picture goal that keeps people going. Well, 100%. I, I definitely agree with you, right? It's as they're getting all of the physiological benefits versus just the aesthetic, it's like kind of like waking them up like, oh, wow, I feel better. I have more energy. I can do this. I can do that. Like that might spark their interest in something. It's like, well, you know, I used to come home and be tired after work and now I have a little more energy. And so I started, you know, reading books more or I started a new, a new hobby where I'm, I don't know, underwater basket weaving, just whatever, whatever it is. That's right. The best. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and, and then all of a sudden, like you said, it's like, oh, I thought I really just wanted to look good, but now that in the process of trying to look good, I feel so much better. And now my interests are peaking here and there because their brain activity is firing. They're get more energy, like I said. They're, they're more passionate. They're more obsessed about certain things. And so it becomes like fitness as a vehicle. And I think I right. figured this out a, a while ago. It's that a lot of people, like you said, think that the physical or the aesthetic is the goal. But then once they start on this journey, it's like, oh, wow, like I just needed to get to this point of this feeling. And now I can access so much more. And I think that's like, that's, I mean, I've had days when, you know, we've all had days in the fitness industry, especially pre-pandemic when it's, you wake up, you train, you have a split shift schedule, you come back in four or five, you train a couple more hours, you go home and you do it all again. And like, I've gotten into the cycle where, you know, I've just been like, God, like, this sucks. Like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And then like, at the end of a long night, someone will come up to you at like eight o'clock after a class, and there's only four people and be like, God, that class was everything I needed. That was perfect. I feel so much better now. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, cool. I can do this another six months. Let's go. Like, that's right. all it takes is that one, just seeing somebody that showed up and you just, you're, you as a trainer are doing your thing and they showed up and they're like, God, this is exactly what I need. Thank you so much. And it's like, boom, it's that, it's like that, that junkie hit. It's like, Oh, that's what I needed. And I can go another six months. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's that seeing that is what I think really, really been a, a thing that's kept me in the industry for so long is using fitness as a vehicle and seeing other people light up when it's yeah. like they get to that point and then they can do so much more. Yeah. Especially, you know, having that success that you've had as an athlete and I, I started as an athlete as well. So like fitness is such an important part, like since I was five years old playing soccer, baseball, everything and wanting to pass that on. Like I didn't realize this as a kid, but it, uh, it came really easily for me and probably did for you too, right? As an athlete, it's like, that's just what I do. I go, I work out, I play, I get hit, you know, and, and that's just what I do. And as I started to realize that not everybody's like that, it really became just like what you said, like it became that drug of like, 
when I realized that I was able to pass that feeling on to somebody else and they appreciated that and like, wow, okay, I used to hate working out, but now I feel so amazing. That's you're right. That just lights, that just lights up a trainer. And if it doesn't light up a trainer, then you, you shouldn't be a trainer. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, pick something else and that's totally fine. Right. Too. Go be yeah. an accountant or something. It's all, yeah. yeah it's all help people. Yeah. Cause when, yeah, I'm sure accountants get that same feeling when they tell, you know, their clients like, hey, right. I saved you a bunch of money this year. Right. Like, yes, let's go. Yeah, I did it. So. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, Zach, I want to give you a chance to go really big picture. This is a good kind of segue. Um, so beyond health and fitness, more like life journey and, you know, life advice and things like that. Um, let's say a university has contacted you to give a commencement speech or maybe a corporation contacted you to give a keynote speech. And you're going to do like a one to two minute motivational talk to help these people get the most out of their lives. Like, what would you tell mm. people? Oh man, it's a big one. It's a big, it's a big one. You go huge to end it. Yeah. Okay. So motivational speech, you know, set the stage. Everyone knows why they're there, thankfully. And so the, the, the big take home message is no matter what it is that your goal is, no matter what you want to do in life, your body is going to be the thing that takes you there. No matter what it is you want to do, your body's got to take you there. I don't care if you are LeBron James or Tom Brady or Cristiano Ronaldo, whatever sport, if you're that person, all the way to Stephen Hawking, who's in a wheelchair that has to blow into something to move. Those are still two able bodies that can do anything those those spectrums want right and so this is the only thing that's going to be able to take you there so it bodes well that you actually take care of it and it's not hard to take care of it but it's easy to let it disintegrate it's not hard to take care of it but it's really easy to let your body deteriorate so it's making those simple choices of like i talked about in the beginning are you just drinking enough water do you know how much water you're supposed to drink are you consistently getting a good amount of rest? And are you moving your body in some capacity? All you got to do is drink what comes out of the faucet, go to bed at a consistent time every night, or most nights, not every night, because every night's a little bit too dogmatic, but consistently, and then just move, walk, run, crawl, sprint, lift, you know, jog, play soccer, swim, I might have already said swim. Uh, throw throw a baseball, swing a club, swing a bat, uh, do yoga, bend, twist, rotate, step, doesn't matter what it is. But if you can just start and continuously can be consistent in those three things, that will just eventually snowball into what it is you want to do. And by the way, if you don't know how much water you should drink, take your body weight in ounces, boom, that's, cut that in half. You weigh 100 pounds, 50 ounces, you weigh 200 pounds, 100 ounces, but hundreds kind of where I want to get you always, but that's the water one. So take that one home, do that as much as you can, and then start to go to bed on time between nine 30 and 10 30 is best is what they say. And then walk, walk 10 minutes, walk five, five minutes, breathe, stretch. So there's my vehicle one minute approach just to very basic fitness. But the, the last thing, hire a coach. You would hire somebody to do anything else. All you got to do is hire a coach. Yep, 100%. And you mentioned Tom Brady and LeBron James, right? They have multiple coaches. They are some of the best in the world. They're some of the best ever, and they still have multiple coaches. So, yes. uh, you know, like you said, you would hire a coach. I have a, an accountability partner. So 
you know, you can't do surgery on yourself. So regardless of what level you're at, you need that coach. Well, Zach, this exactly. has been awesome. I, I want to give you a chance to, uh, to let people know how to get in touch with you, website, social media, any kind of programs you have coming up, anything like that. Yeah, totally. So uh, I've recently started to shift to running my own training business again. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram, ZVW underscore coach, pretty simple. And then if you look me up on Facebook, you can find my personal training and coaching page under Zach Van Wagner, personal training and coaching. So if you search my name on either one of those, you can find it. Uh, if you want to check out some of my work that's actually out there, um, I am uh, hosted on the TRX Training Club. So if you go to trxtrainingclub.com, uh, you can sign up for a seven-day membership or free trial there. Um, I'm on there a lot of on-demand workouts. And I also created, for those of you who are in the military or have any military background, uh, the Army is coming out with a brand new test, the Army Combat Fitness Test. And so if you're in the army, you have to pass this test to score. These scores link back to like how you will advance in the military. And so me, as well, along with TRX, I created a 12-week program on the TRX Training Club for those people that want to improve their score and get better at that. And all you need is a TRX training, uh, suspension trainer and a set of uh, strength bands. So those are the only two pieces of equipment you would need. And you can do this 12-week program. Uh, and if you're not in the military and you just want to train like the military, definitely check it out. So again, that's on trxtrainingclub.com. Um, and I've also got a lot of courses on the TRX training website as well. For when I used to work there and create digital education. So if you want to check out any of my actual work, trxtraining.com and TRX training club is where you can go. If you want to actually get in contact with me, ZBW underscore TRX coach on Instagram or Zach Van Wagner on Facebook. Um, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. And I love talking shop and I'd love to help you out any way I can, whether it be nutrition, fitness, or just general health coaching as well. Nice. That sounds awesome. Well, Zach, thank you so much again for joining me today, Health in the Real World. Zach Van Wagner, um, and wish you the best of luck and we'll definitely be in touch. Thanks a lot, Chris. Appreciate you having me on, man. Thanks for listening to the Health in the Real World show. Make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Visit mycorebalance.com to learn more.